to episode number three of the Falkirk Council IMS podcast. If you've listened to the first two episodes, I'm glad that you've enjoyed them so much you've come back. And again, if you haven't listened, do go and have a listen. Um, today, for our feature pupils, we have a Safeway special, a buy one, get one free. We've got two girls from Bonice Academy. Lauren and Isla are great friends who both play the cornet. They are both school music captains and involved in playing in lots of groups within the school and also out with school in their community. I had a good chat with them, which we'll hear next. I've worked with both of them in the jazz band in Bonus Academy and I can confirm they are both very hardworking and talented players and I'm sure this will come across in their pieces that they play for us. Our other guest today is Jill Dykes, who works for NIOS which is the National Youth Orchestra of Scotland. More specifically, Jill works for NIOS Jazz, helping to arrange their jazz summer course and jazz orchestra rehearsal week and tour. I met Jill, first met Jill last February at the Heads of Instrumental Teaching Scotland conference. Um, she's extremely enthusiastic about music education for young people and had said at the time if there was ever something she and NIOS could do to help and within Falkirk to let her know, and so I got in contact with her to cash in that offer um, and Jill was only too pleased to help us. Um, so she's going to tell us what Niles Jazz is all about and how you could be involved in this. Um, Niles Jazz is something that I took part in for four years or so, um, just in my final years at school and just after I'd left. Um, and I got a huge amount out of it both educationally and in terms of friends and things that I've made that I still keep in touch with. Um, Jill has also given us permission to play a snippet of a recording which Niles Jazz made last year. Um, this hasn't yet been released, so we look forward to hearing that and I'll tell you more about it later. But for now, let's head over and hear from our featured pupils. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Um, and can you tell us, Lauren, let's start with you. Can you tell us just a wee bit about yourself, what school you go to and what you play? Um, so I'm Lauren. I go to Bonus Academy. I'm in my sixth year and I play cornet and I get lessons off of Mr Brown. Okay. And Ayla? Um, I... I'm Isla. I'm also in my sixth year. Um, I'm currently doing advanced higher music where I'm doing cornet and drum kit and I get taught by two Mr. Browns. Okay. Both Mr. Browns. Yep. That's fine. So when did you start playing cornet? Uh, around P4 for me, I think. Yeah. And how yeah. did that come about? Um. Well, basically I wanted to do violin. But then I didn't really like the sound of violin. So then we got options to do a cornet. And then I basically just signed up for it and just got into okay. it. And Lauren? Um, I can't actually remember how I got into it. But I remember having like a conversation with my mum about wanting to join a band. Because I already knew people at the band that were like talking about how good it was. Um, and I started playing in primary five, I think. Okay. What band was that? Bonus and Caradon. Okay. And so do you play in that band now? Yeah, I just signed for them. Yep. Okay. And Ayla, you play with them as well, is that right? Uh, I haven't been able to because of lockdown, so, but 
Yeah, used to. Yeah, and when did you start playing with him? Um, I think it was around... Lauren started before me, but it was around like P5 or P6 that I started with Caradon. Okay. So, and how do you find that? What do you enjoy about it? Um, I think it's got a really good social side of things. Um, and there's like you meet lots of new people doing it, and it's like challenging. So, it's good to play with other people as well that are kind of in the same position as you. That's fine. Do you get a buzz out of playing with other people? Yeah. Do you want to tell us, Ayla, tell us about mm-hmm. what piece you're going to play for us today? We're going to hear that in just a wee second. Um, I'm going to play Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. You've probably heard of it. Yeah, we have. Anything else you want to tell us about it? Who Do you know who it's by? Who the arrangement's by? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Right, so we're going to have a wee listen to that. Here we go. That was super, Ayla. Thank you very much for playing for us. Thank you. Um, can I ask who was who? Uh, let's go with Lauren this time. Uh, can you tell me three people that have influenced you along your musical journey? And Ayla, we're going to come to you in a minute, so you've got a wee <laughs> chance to think about this one. Um, I'd say my teachers, um, probably peers as well, um, and the trumpet player Alison Balsam. Okay, good stuff. Ayla? Um, I would say probably like my my parents and like my grandparents because they were quite passionate about it. They kind of they wanted me to be into music and stuff like that. So okay. and then my teachers as well. Good stuff. Okay. Um, what style of music do you both like listening to? What bands or artists do you like listening to, Ayla? Um, right, okay, well, I listen to quite, like, slow, like, chill stuff. So, like, Mac DeMarco and Steve Lacey, stuff like that. Good stuff. Okay, Lon? Um, I listen to a lot of pop music. Um, oh, I'm gonna get judged. Um, I listen to One Direction, and... (laughs) 
right, okay. Um, and like solo artists like Harry Styles and Niall Lauren. Okay, just to check, Lauren, you know we're recording this. That's fine. That's fine as long as you're happy saying that. Uh. I'm just kidding. That's all good. That's all good. Um, right, okay. I've just got a few other like quick fire questions for you. Mm-hmm. So we'll just go. We'll just alternate. I'm going to ask you both who wants to go first. I'll go. Oh. Okay, they both volunteered. <laughs> Lauren can go. Right, okay. okay, Lauren can go first. Right, I'm just going to... Yeah, I'll just ask one question. Lauren can answer and then Naila, you can answer, okay? Oh, God. What is your favourite type of Haribo? Oh, um, a fried egg. I like the love hearts. Right, right, okay. I mean, I kind of meant like super mix or tang fast, but oh, you know, that's, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. I like I didn't really specify. Okay. You didn't specify. Um, outside of music, what's your favourite hobby? I don't do anything outside of music. Um. Well, I do musical theatre, so. Okay. That's my favourite. So outside of playing cornet, what's your favourite hobby? Yeah, I do like singing and acting and dancing, so that's probably my favourite. Good stuff. Where do you do that? Uh, I did that. I, I used to do it at children's theatre, but they've been like locked down for quite a bit. But um, I do it in a theatre school in Glasgow, UK theatre school. Okay. Lauren, still no hobbies? <laughs> no, I spend Just... all my time doing band. You're a good cook, Lauren. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's nice. Okay. What is your favourite film, Lauren? <gasps> Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Mine's a Fight Club. Old school? Yeah. Okay. What is, here's a bonus specific one, oh what's God. your favourite ever arch at the fair? Mine's. Which was? Describe it for us. It was, um, it was like a castle and it had like the Highland Games. Cool. What, what were you in the fair then? Lady in waiting. Wow. Yeah. I think mine's was mine as well. Cause me and Lauren, me and Lauren were ladies and waiting at the same time. We were partners actually, but um, mine was like Nessie. I had a pond and then a waterfall, and Nessie was in it. So amazing! That's because so the good. theme was Scotland, wasn't it? Scotland the Brave. So good. Okay, um, what is your favourite meal? Fajitas. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to say halloumi burgers. Okay, I definitely <laughs> prefer the sound of fajitas, but... Okay, and last one, who's your favourite Avenger? Spider-Man. Oh, Ayla, Lauren, you ready? Either wait, you. Okay, wait, hang on. I'm thinking, Lauren, you can go. I'd say Spider-Man or Iron Man, but I don't know. Um, I think mine is, is, I don't know if she's an Avenger, but from the movie in the end game, I like Scarlet Witch. Okay. But I don't know if she's okay. an Avenger. That's but if, if not, then it's Black Widow. She's cool. Perfect. All right. Um, so, Lauren, we're going to hear your piece now. You ha- you're going to play for us. Will you tell us? You can introduce it for us. Um, I'm going to play the second movement of Haydn's Trumpet Concerto. Perfect. And this is unaccompanied today, is that correct? Yes. That's fine. Okay. 
that's great. It's been nice chatting to you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Perfect. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Was lovely playing there from Lauren and we thank Ayla once again for her playing too. I'm sure everyone enjoyed both of those pieces. Thank you very much girls. I'm just going to pass over now to the chat with Jill Dykes and I hope you enjoy this too. Jill Dykes is here today. Um, Jill works for NIOS. Um, do you want to just tell us a wee bit about yourself and what it is you do? Sure, sure. Um, thanks for having me, first of all. It's really lovely to be here. Uh, yep, my name's Jill. I um, am the Jazz Ensembles and Outreach Manager here at NIOS. And um, it's basically, it's, it's one of the best jobs. Um, I, I love it a bit. I'm, I'm basically made of two parts. The one half of me looks after the... Uh, the jazz courses and the jazz delivery over the course of the year and the other half of me looks after the outreach um which is all our wee little workshops and and projects and 
we currently have our training ensembles applications open for the orchestral course back in July as well. So lots of little bits happening and, and yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Good stuff. So how, how is it that you've, how did you get involved with NIOS? How did that come about? Um, a, a bit of luck really that mostly I sort of came from South Africa originally, moved over to New Zealand, um, spent a few years there. I'm classically in jazz, trained on piano and trombone, end up in, in Glasgow and a few months later there was a, a job advertised to um, fill this role in, in NIOS and I was just hand went straight up and applied immediately and, and got to meet the team here and, and um, loved it every day. Okay. And so can you tell us what, like, what a kind of normal year in NIOS looks like for you? Sure. Um, a normal year, one that we're hoping we can get back to as soon as possible, yeah. um, yeah. would be, I guess, starting a sunny morning in August where our applications open for, for the course of the years. Um, uh, once the auditions are submitted, the results come out, January starts planning and prepping, and our first course um, is a small group of students that come to uh, Bob Camp in April, and it's basically three days of of, in, of, in, of intense um, combos and and sectionals and rehearsals. Um, these musicians that attend are generally um, experienced jazz musicians with improvisation experience, um, okay. so it's a fab little three days of a lot of fun. Um, and after that point, the main event of the year, of course, happens in July uh, when all three of our courses get together. And I say all three because uh, we have the jazz orchestra um, that is happening at the same time as the summer school and, of course, the Bob Camp cohort that joins that week as well. And um, right. we do know it's quite unique in that all three courses happen at the same time, but uh, but we love it. it, it it's, it's such a wonderful opportunity that all the students actually get to collaborate with each other and I know there's a few younger students that perhaps haven't had a lot of experience but then they get to see the older students playing and what they do and learn from them and sort of vice versa the older students sort of can see themselves in the younger students from years previously and so they all just chat and jam together and, and have a brilliant time and so that's the main highlight of the year is that week um, in July when everyone gets together after that okay. week of course the jazz orchestra then go on a, a lovely special tour um, around the country and fingers crossed maybe hopefully in the future something international but um, in a normal year it just uh, stays national okay and so um, whereabouts do they go like do they go and perform in concert halls or do they perform in schools or whatever or for the jazz orchestra yeah um, I guess generally it's concert halls um, and, and different venues spotted around the country. There's there's no real limit or rule on where we do, should, or must go. Um, so we keep that quite open and flexible so that we, we're going to centres that um, we'd love to visit and we know we'd love to hear us as well. So it's, it's quite flexible. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, and who... So the summer course you were talking about, who is that for? Who is that aimed at? Uh, so the summer course, well, that, that, that week that happens in summer... Um, we have uh, designed that week so that it caters to all um, levels of jazz musicians um, so that whether you're just beginning and starting out and haven't got any experience just yet on jazz or you are quite experienced and um, that, that that's how that summer school is designed and that's what we cater for and, and it's, it's brilliant because 
I do get quite a lot of questions from from parents and teachers, maybe not too sure if their kids should be, um, if they'd be happy, welcome, or if they'd maybe fit all the other students and the, and the levels being played. And it's just it's lovely for me to say no problem at all, no worries at all. We cater for students from all levels. So yeah, and what sort of ages are they? Is there a specific age group? Um, we tend it's generally from the entire program. It sits between ages of twelve to twenty-five. Um, for the summer school, twelve to twenty-one. Um, for the jazz orchestra, fourteen to twenty-five. But it, they they are very much can be seen as guidelines because it, it's just a way of us to make sure that you know we people are generally in the same group as what they're playing and and the students around them. Um, but there's always exceptions, of course. But that's generally the age that 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 it sits at. Can you tell us what 2021 course looks like? Sure, sure. Um, so 2021, as I'm sure it won't be of a surprise, will be a bit different than our usual year. Um, we have decided that the courses will be online for this year, um, which, yeah, we can't deny that face-to-face is, is obviously um, the, the, best, the best format, um, but with with what we have this year and the decision that's been made. And it's the right decision because of course it is the safety for our staff and students that, that has to come first. We've decided to go online. Um, but, but um, over the last few months, um, Andrew and I have been sitting down talking about what we're gonna prepare for the year, how it will look like. Um, it's been really exciting just just because we, we've been forced to find new and creative ways of, of bridging that, um, that disconnect of having a screen as opposed to being face to face, and so we're we're so excited for what's coming up this year, um, especially for the Bob Camp. What we've what we've put together and the content that we've put together is is really exciting. And I suppose beforehand, perhaps there wasn't really a lot of um, recording happening in a usual course. I mean, some of the students we've we've met over the last few months that was actually the first time they'd ever used a click track um, or the first time right. they'd actually heard themselves recorded back and 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 they're actually valuable skills so even going forward after um, COVID and online period um, those we, we'd actually still love to incorporate those more than we were beforehand because um, it's really shown um, a new skill to students that 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 they're enjoying learning about so Yes, our online courses this year, we've sat down, we've put together a brilliant program, creative thinking, new ways of delivery, and that all sort of leading up later on to the year where um, our guest artist this year is Paul Booth, um, the incredible Paul Booth um, saxophonist, and um, he'll be writing some music for us again this year, and uh, so excited to be working with him. Um, He'll be the guest artist of the Jazz Orchestra, and... uh, Again, um, at that point in time, using those new ways of creativity and, and delivering digital format, um, it's going to be really exciting. And, and we know the students are just going to love it. And so what um, tutors, are, I know it will change from year to year, but generally what tutors would be involved? Sure. Um, it, yeah, it absolutely does change year on on year. Um, but we, we do have our sort of main contingent of tutors and I, I obviously need to give um, our jazz director, a, a huge shout out here, um, that is Andrew Bain, and uh, he's just been incredible to work with since I've, I've been here for just about a year and a half now, and um, working with Andrew is, is, is incredible. Um, there's yep, yep. a lot of conversations that happen with us to do with where we see the year going, who we want to work with, um, 
and when it comes to tutors especially we of, of course have our main cohort of, of tutors and, and um, need to mention Jules Jackson here he is um, our main sort of tutor that looks after the Bob camp and the improvisers but then coming up into the summer uh, we'll it does tend to change year and year so I don't want to say names that perhaps won't be involved this year or or, or, yeah. or, or possibly the year after but um, they generally are formed of Scottish professional jazz musicians um, that have been with NIAS for years and years um, but at the same time we, we're always looking for um, different jazz professionals from around Scotland to come and help tutor yep. the students. Okay, so from so I I attended. You did, jazz yeah. Summer school and stuff. A few, I mean, like when I was about eighteen, just four or five years ago, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, um, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I remember I'd been to I'd been to it once or twice, and then Andrew Bain and Malcolm Edsman mm. took over, mm. kind of in charge, and like with no disrespect to the people that did it before, it was just mm. it was amazing the job they did. It was so oh. like focused, so much direction. It was. Yeah. It just seemed so much more coherent the whole way through, and yeah. you know, before that, the the kind of summer course and the jazz orchestra were different weeks. Mm-hmm. That's so right. you didn't actually see you would do the summer course, and then the people doing the jazz orchestra would come back another week and do that. But mm-hmm. having them in the same week made it really made a difference, and especially like for younger ones, seeing mm-hmm. you know these are that's what we're aiming for, and the person that's definitely yeah, that was really good. Definitely, I, it just became something so special, something so special, and and I I hear that. I hear that feedback from from ex students so often, yeah. all the time, um, and and that's, that's why I say it's just one of the best jobs. I'm, I feel very lucky to to be where I am, getting to work with these incredible people and delivering this work to these students. And um, the students are so special as well. So yeah, I'm I'm very yeah. lucky. Yeah, definitely. And uh, do you know, for me, it was such a positive thing and made like some really good friends from it and stuff like that. People I still keep in touch with. Oh, and, for sure. Like, do you know one uh, one boy in particular that. I still try and keep in touch with, and we don't. Our paths don't really cross oh. for any reason, you know, other than yeah. Yeah, the history. Kinda, of, of yeah, jazz. We, we're not we're not really in the same circles anymore. We're both musicians and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, so that's good. It's that's like, brilliant. Carries on through life. It does. It really does. That's fine. Um, are you a musician yourself then? I am. I I am. Um, started very young because my teacher thought I had really long arms and it was as simple as that and so if you have long arms that obviously means you're going to play the trombone so I got uh, given a trombone from a very 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 young age um, and had a bit of fun with it Uh, was a bit of a muso so I loved piano and I do encourage every student I meet if just to learn the piano even if they're not going to be a pianist learn the piano it forms such a brilliant foundation and basis for understanding music and theory um, and patterns I just love talking about patterns but yeah piano trombone um, picked up the cello for a bit of fun and then went over just did my studying there in South Africa for those instruments moved over to New Zealand um, did some more orchestral training basically classically training for the instruments and and it was just along those those years of doing concerts and being involved in events where I actually got a real sort of affinity for um, the organisational side of things. And so slowly but surely I got more hooked into how things come about and how things are organised. And um, and then I just fell in love with working behind the scenes. Okay, great. And so was it kind of more classical background that you've it, got then? Yeah, there was a lot more classical than, than, than jazz, um, which was interesting because uh, South Africa has, has quite a big jazz sort of heritage to it. and. Um, 
there were some spots in, in, in Wellington, New Zealand, the capital of New Zealand, Wellington, such a special city, so much fun. Um, jazz and coffee is, is, is basically what happens at night time in Wellington. So um, classically trained, but yeah, more so than, yeah. than, than jazz, but um, just love them both so much. And Yeah, and, and I think the classical training, there's a lot to be said for that, having that there is, kind of foundation. There really, really is. and. And even the students that I meet, the jazz students that I meet who've never done classical and vice versa, the classical that have never done jazz, I constantly encourage them to, to do both. It, it, it's yeah. basically two different ways of thinking sometimes. Um, at the end of the day, it's still melody and harmony, and those are well, you know, pretty important things. So the more, the more you play, the more you learn, you know, the better, yeah. the, the sort of better understanding you'll have of music. And I just love it. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I've just got, just to finish off, I've got some quick fire questions for okay, you. Okay, sure. Just to put you on the spot. Gosh. <laughs> sure, I've probably explained enough. Gosh. Okay. Uh, what are you currently reading? Oh. oh, I wish I had a more intellectual sort of answer for that. It's just That's one of these right. fantasy books. It's um, it's a guy called, uh, I think it's an Australian guy called Jim Butcher. And uh, it's the, the Furies se- series. Um, I don't know if you know about it. But uh, it's it's good, harmless fun. <laughs> That's fine. That's all good. Um, what is your normal coffee order? Coffee? Oh. Okay, is this like coffee in-house or coffee outside? Whatever you want. You know, um, Whatever you'd rather. I, 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 I do prefer to go for the Cortados, the shorter, stronger coffees. Um, so it would probably just be a Cortado uh with the full, the full fat milk, none of that skinny stuff. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you didn't do your current job, what do you think you would do? Oh. Oh. Well. Or what? What would you, you like know, to do? Like, if you went back and started again? I, and stuff? I am, um, have a, I, I, one of my passions at least is um, is is whiskey. <laughs> So it's a good thing that right. I live in Scotland, but not necessarily the, the, the drink, but actually um, the, the history of the distilling process and the barrels and um, how they so many of the old traditions are still kept and running today. And there's a, there's a distillery up, up north that we visited a few, few years back and met one of the Coopers there. Okay. And if I could do <laughs> one job that wasn't what I did now, I'd love to be a Cooper. <laughs> Brilliant. There we That's go. That's a great answer. <laughs> okay. Um, what, okay, would you rather be in mm. Scotland, New Zealand or South Africa? Oh, Scotland, all the way. Maybe That's, I answered that too quickly. Right maybe answer. I should have maybe really thought about that long and hard, but no, Scotland all yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What, uh, what do you miss about South Africa? Where oh, you grew up? oh. Actually, that, yeah, the, the, I, I miss that basically on a weekly basis is, is the animals. There's, I, right. And I'm sure the people listening who've been on a safari or been to Africa, or actually any part of Africa, really, when you, when you're waking up in the middle of the reservation, there's no fences, yep. nothing. There's just you and this wild animal. That um, it's it's very, it's it's just wonderful. It it sort of really puts life into perspective. Um, yeah. And I, I just miss the animals. I miss the safaris. I miss the reservations. I, I, I yeah, I miss that. And some of the food. We we have good food. South Africa's good yeah. food, but yeah. Okay, good. Um, who is um, your favourite Avenger? Avenger? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> um, um, 
yes, I, I do enjoy the Marvel Universe. That's, I suppose I should say that first. Um, I, I love Chadwick Boseman so much. Yeah. And I loved not even just that his acting with the Black Panther, but his other films as well. So I'm, I'm going to say Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. He's my dude. Hey. What's your favourite Chadwick Boseman film then? Well, Black Panther. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know well, he did 21, did 21 Bridges, didn't he? And then there's, um, there's, an, there's a new film coming out that he's a, a jazz musician. Um, was that already? Oh, no, I'm going to have to do the research now. Oh, I, right, can't, okay. I can't remember I'm the name. That. That's sort good. Of gone out my, I, there's my one mind. I've watched, so I'm right into my baseball and stuff. That he, did a, uh-huh. he did one called 42. So, That's right. And that he plays Jackie Robinson, who was like the first black major league baseball player. It's an amazing film. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just incredible. Unbelievable story. It's, so yeah, love him. Love Chadwick. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, last question. Yes. What would you say to someone that was kind of thinking maybe about applying to do Niles Jazz? Gotcha. Um, it, or like if they've not maybe done jazz before. Yeah. If they're just a wee, if, yeah, if they've not done jazz or improvising before and they're a wee bit, mm, I'm not sure. Oh, first thing I'd say to them is is smile and 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 say don't don't be don't be cautious or nervous at all um nice jazz we, we've created these courses that it caters to all levels and um with with the, with the direction from andrew bain and our tutors as well we the students that apply we to a certain degree create bespoke content so that all the students are, are catered for and their levels met and they meet other students of similar levels and, and get challenges so that they get they grow and learn in jazz as well so we do not ask for at least for our summer school that you don't have to have any experience you don't have to have any experience with, with improvisation we we just ask that you have an enthusiasm for jazz and and so no need to be nervous no need to be cautious get the application in and um, my mobile and email is on the website so flick a call or an email if you ever need to chat Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I would, uh, from my time there, I would say that's absolutely true. And mm. I, I had a wee bit of experience playing jazz the first time I went, but Brilliant. like I could see the people that maybe didn't, and mm. they had amazing tutors and made them feel so at home, so welcome, and never judged or on the spot or anything like that. Never. No, it's super special, and I'm so glad you've actually got a history with it as well. That that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's great times. Great times, but. That's great. Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Oh, thank you. So thank you for having me. It's been it's been fun. No problem. That's great. And we'll speak to you soon. Speak soon. Bye, David. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Jill as much as I did. It's easy to hear how passionate she is about music education. Uh, the clip we heard there is from a piece called Boogaloo Joe, which was written by Paul Booth, who was their guest artist last year, and he will be their guest artist again this year. 
uh, the jazz members recorded their parts in their own homes in November last year, um, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do, to do that and to get it to sound like they have been playing and recording together. Um, so well done to them. As I mentioned, the recording hasn't yet been released, uh, and so I'd like to thank Paul Booth and Nyers Jazz for letting us use a clip from it today. If you want to find out more about Nyers Jazz, you can follow them on Twitter at NYO Scotland. So at NYO Scotland. Um, or you can search on Facebook for Nyers Jazz. Uh, thanks once again to all three guests then. So Lauren, Ayla and Jill Dykes. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll listen in again next week. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who we've got coming on next week, mostly because I don't actually know yet, but we will get someone great on, I'm sure. Um, we have another very talented feature pupil. Um, again, please share the podcast with friends and co-workers. If you have anything nice you'd like to say about the podca- podcast or any suggestions, please find me on Twitter at Mr. McLaren Music. McLaren is spelled like the car. I just say that now because every time I go somewhere and I give a name, I have to spell it out. Unless it's a garage, they always get it right first time. Um, If you're not enjoying the podcast, then I'm definitely not on Twitter. Um, But thanks again for joining us to hear more hardworking pupils. The next episode will be out next Tuesday. And thank you for making us part of your week.